actually, actually, before we start proper for right. proper, right. I'm I'm going to get my prop out. Oh, <laughs> one sec. Now I just uh, I actually I read some of these crappy magazines. I, the oh, thing is, man. the thing is, I was in the dentist's right, and um, I read I read a couple. You know the, the, the those magazines that you get. Yeah. Not like. Fox and Hounds, which is usually all you can get in in country life, hospitals, isn't it? But it, but it was a there's reveal best and real people. You get the idea, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, And I went in, and there was something I read in one of the letters sections. I couldn't remember which one it were in when I went back. But as where I was in the appointment, and he was doing the uh, the one, the two, the sound, the three, the four, the sound, five. What was that noise? Did you hear that noise then? Yeah, I think it might have been uh, coming from next the room next door. The toilet? Yeah. Who's that then? <laughs> I think it was just water running. Oh, around. it wasn't like a voice? No. Oh, no, God, I thought it was a voice. Yeah. Uh, where was I? Ah, One, two, three, sound. So he is doing my uh, appointment, yeah, yeah. check-up. And you, it's always nice when they leave you and you don't have to, like, they're not said, oh, you've got... You, we need to do more work. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. and he leaves me, and he goes, right, I'll see you for a checkup in six months. And I was like, I've almost passed the test. Yeah, you know, an adult test. Anyway, when I went back out, and I'm thinking to myself all the time, ah, oh, I should have, I should have written that down and remembered that thing. Couldn't remember which magazine it was in, so I had to do some like a little bit of covert espionage and picked up three that were you on. You whipped them from the dentist. Yes. Uh, but anyway, and and do you know what worst thing is? I can't actually remember what it was. Uh, it's not. Oh yeah, that's one of them. So there's a story in that that I need to show you, and I think it's real people. Oh. Here it is. Now my problem is, Rob. Uh, Rob, your name's Rob. Indeed, yes. What's my name? Chris. And we, we are, are the. Are we? Uh, we cob, aren't we? I've given up on that. All right. Because I, I don't like the celebrity, so uh, there's no point in being one. No, fair do. We are hosting a Toto podcast. The Toto's of the unexpected. Oh, hang on a minute. It's only fucking series five. First one of series five. Right, okay, so I'll better make this good, Anna. Okay, right, let's go back. This is the one against it'll all be judged, series five, so. <laughs> yeah. Bells uh, and whistles. Mm, yeah, and it's interesting because we're not the only people who should have paid attention to that adage. Uh, we'll come back to that, pin oh, that remark. Right. No, what we do is we are here, we're back, we're back. This is Tales of Unexpected podcast. What we do is we watch a uh, we watch a show of the Tales of Unexpected, and then we just kind of just dissect it and discuss what happened after it, right? And we and we steal uh, magazines from dentists. Well, not all the time. This is the first time that's happened in in five <laughs> series. But what the point? Well, what we sometimes struggle with, uh, all the time struggle with, is how to start. An episode, yeah. Off, right? Well, we often forget the intro or anything like that. Yeah, and we have to do it about five minutes in. And whether that's ironic or coincident, nobody but us knows, does it? We don't know, but it's happened again, and that's all we can say. So what? What I'm just saying is now is we've started off a conversation, and it reminded me. I brought something in. I'll have to show you this. Right. What I hate about these magazines is the people who write in as if as if they're telling the best friend. They're writing letters. Like, for example, here we go. There's a picture of a baby here. His baby's wearing a hat. And it says, I'm sure my adorable one-year-old daughter Annabelle is going to be a trendsetter. Right. Now, she's just wearing an hat and she's smiling. Okay. Save, like, that, like, like save that for your family. Yeah. Nobody needs to know this. Right. It's 
the title is Comedy Tot, right? Why? Um, this is, I'm sure, that those are two words that aren't necessary, okay? My adorable one-year-old daughter, I think my daughter, so yeah. my daughter, Annabelle, I don't even need to know the name because I'm never going to meet her, is going to be a fan fashion trendsetter. Well, let's get rid of all that then. This is my daughter, Annabelle, yeah. right? Picture not, of not her with an hat. Not even a tot, I wouldn't have thought no. at that age. No, pre-tot. Pre pre-tot. Yeah. yeah, a tot, I'm thinking, is walking, is starting I, to walk. That's what I thought. Toddler. Yeah. Right. So that's the t that's the level of person we're dealing with. Another example is this. Fred the Labrador from Mount Cliff Castle near Stansted, Essex, has got a big heart. And it goes on to say about how he's... Now, I like dogs. I'm a dog person. Yeah. Right, okay. But this dog has taken under its wing... A, oh, a goose? No. Ducklings. Ducklings. So yeah. the under its wing there was yeah. more of a, a pun really than anything else. A bit ironic, isn't it? That? An ironic. But here we go. Fred the Labrador. I don't need to know this. Okay. From Mount, what whatever I said, yeah, because I, I couldn't read it. Clement Castle near Stansted, Essex. I don't need to know no, the fucking postcode. What's my it's, my dog likes ducks. My dog likes ducks. That's the level of person we're dealing with. Is get them all, get it all out there. Right. So that is. Um, now that's basically what I'm going to say now is that's that's who this magazine is aimed at. Right. Here's the report then that the editor has decided will will give them this somewhere in Canada. Right. A woman who stopped at traffic lights with her sunroof and windows open has been left traumatized after a deluge from of human poo fell in her from an overhead plane. An official investigation has started. I call bullshit on that. I would have thought so because I mean, wouldn't it? Well. I've, I've, I've often wondered about this. If it falls from a height, would it freeze and spear you on the way down? Well, I think there would or be. Or fall a, like hailstones. There's got to be a, an occasion where that does happen. But I don't think if. Canada's huge! And yeah. certainly in a city, or in a, even in a town. I mean, it, she's stopped at traffic lights, so it's not on an open road. This plane. Maybe somebody's thrown it out a window at her. Yeah, that's, that's what I think. This isn't. She's blaming it because she thinks she's. This woman thinks she's unstoppable. I've got loads of friends. None of these would have done it. Yes, they would have done it. Because followed I'm, you around and shoved shit in your car. I'm pretty sure that when you flush the toilet in a plane, it doesn't just. Don't, it just don't come straight out. <laughs> Imagine that. This. I mean, every plane has a sphincter. However, it's got to stay shut whilst it's moved. Otherwise, yeah. it, you'll. There's all sorts of problems. Apparently, it's really dangerous if you flush it whilst you sat on it. Well, it does say on the thing, don't flush while you sat. Yeah, now, <laughs> I I don't think that's because you come out of the plane. I think that's because if you you could create a vacuum, Ooh, and yeah. your innards would come out like when you get like piles. Oh, that that would be so like good, that. would it? No. So that's one. Another one is um, here. We go right. Yeah. DNA experts are expert. DNA experts, right are planning the final and definitive search for camera-shy Nessie. This is the Loch Ness Monster. Right. Why DNA experts? Why like? DNA experts indeed. Right, okay. They'll trawl to depths of more than 200 metres, as if that's kind of like a thing. More than two... I mean, look, I'm not a cryptologist, but I do love cryptology. I love the idea that there like might be a Bigfoot... Made-up things, sort of. Thing. Well, not Bigfoot, mythological animals that we don't know about. Right? Yeah. And I, I don't... I'd love to think there was a Nessie. Yeah. The, the, I don't know if you... When was the last time you went to Loch Ness Exhibition Centre? 
In Loch Ness? At Loch Ness. Never been. Right. Uh, you could have just said that at the start. Well, it, it could be one somewhere else, couldn't it? Did you I? go to that one? No. Right, okay. So, so <laughs> basically, when you, as you go around it, I mean, I don't know how they're getting, certainly repeat visitors, as you go around it, they say, oh, is this Nessie? Well, turns out we're just a bunch of fish. And then you see another one. Is this Nessie? No, it was a massive log. Yeah. And then, oh, is this Nessie? No, it was a seal. They do it all the way round, and at the end, they ask you this final question, but is there really a Loch Ness monster in there? And you go, well, no, because no. you fucking answered it all the way around. Well, it's like my Butch Cassidy story, isn't it, that I've told before. Go on. So a programme, documentary, uh, where they go to Bolivia and uh, they think they've found Butch Cassidy's grave in a graveyard. Right. Dig him up, DNA experts, contact, check yeah. things. Let's come back to those in a minute. Contact yeah. his living his relatives. Turns out it's not him. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they just found a body in a cemetery, which is not that unusual. Is no, it? there's loads of bodies in cemeteries. You can't just go around hoying them out of the ground and going, "Is this him?" Yeah, making uh, a film out uh, of it. Yeah, we, exactly. We yeah. Um, they did the same with an Alcatraz one, where they where they said, "Oh, this is the guy that escaped. This is the Clint Eastwood character." Is it Frank Morris? Something like that. Yeah. Or no, it might not have been him actually. It might have been because it was him and two brothers. Right. So it might have been one of the two brothers. But anyway, they said, "Yeah, we know that it was him who escaped." And look, this is his gravestone. Right. And they're like, "That's not. That wasn't his name." He goes, "Ah, oh, but he changed his name." So I'm thinking, what, what, uh, what? But they, what? Well, they leave you hanging on this all the way through, and at the end they say, "Well, it's our opinion." And nothing more than, yeah. than that. Well, it's it's a, I mean, all those little like pictures. It turns of Nessie that I've seen. It turns out like the later on people say, actually, I made that. Most one, of them they wait, up. yeah, fifty years, and then yeah. they go, ah, that were me. Yeah. Right. So, well, look, the DNA experts. They're somehow going to extract DNA from the the biggest lake in well certainly in the UK I don't know about the world I, I think Lake Erie is probably yeah. the biggest in the world isn't it yeah I'm thinking you wouldn't be able to extract DNA with a troll net you wouldn't be able to do anything quite small and also if it's a net yeah. then it'll just DNA will just go through net absolutely it? there's holes in nets anyway so I'm, what are they going to no do I'm not a biologist no like what they're going to do two hundred meters down so it could anywhere between no meters down and two hundred they're gonna they're gonna search it all yeah. it could be the most exciting thing ever. Or the end of a booming tourist industry. So why do it? For a start, why do it? Because that's it's what a big the, gamble, isn't it? It's a huge gamble, and I don't think they're going to find. I don't think they're going to find anything on DNA. But every now and again, they come up with an idea that there's like a tunnel, don't they? That it, that the, it goes down when people again, are looking for it. If look, I'm not. I'm not going to be the person who says definitely or definitely not. I think it would be. It's wonderful to think. Oh, maybe. Yeah, right? okay. yeah. I'm, I'm that person who would also, whenever I go to Scotland, and it's a lot, is go to Loch Ness and just watch 20 minutes and just go, oh, wouldn't it be great? Wouldn't it be great if? And that's all I'm bothered about. Yeah. I'm not bothered about finding it. I think, I think it'd be the end of summer. If, if, if it was definitely real, it would lose some of that romance and mystery. I suppose the other thing is there would have to be more than one of them, wouldn't there? Like, there'd have to be a breeding... In order breeding... to do it, be a DNA check, yeah. Because like, how, to, how... To have existed as this well. This isn't... Fucking Jurassic Park. They've got none to begin with. There's no amber. There's no amber nectar on these. Anyway, so so this is this. I, I fall out with stuff like this because I'm going. What are you talking about? Right. That was real people. Now let's get to this one here. Best. Is it best? Wait there. No, it's not best. It's this one here. It's reveal. And this is incredible. L readers, listeners. Okay. Um. Oh, can't give you the date. I don't know where it is. Anyway, the point is, it's got a picture of Meghan Markle. Yeah. 
quite clearly next to Angelina Jolie. Right, okay, yeah? yeah. Can you see that? There's, yeah. uh, there's Meghan Markle here. Oh, oh, I don't think it's probably her name anymore. No, it's Meghan Windsor. Meghan, Princess Meghan. And then Angelina, Angelina Jolie. Jolie. No doubt about either of those two people. So the headline goes here. Well, first of all, it says Meghan, uh, sorry, Angelina does a Meghan. So I'm thinking, well, what's she done then? Married a prince, maybe? Um, hands up, who did a double take here? No, it's not Meghan Markle, it is, because I see her there, right, okay? Yeah. It's Angelina Jolie. No, it's also her. So it's Angelina Jolie and Meghan, and Meghan Markle, right? Yeah. Okay? It's yeah. them both. It's not, a, not both, both, both the Jolie, same person, no. clearly. So what, so right, okay, my, here's my problem with this. Because that, first of all, they've got it wrong and I was, I was absolutely furious at this, okay? But here's the problem. If they're having a trouble knowing it and they're running a, a fucking magazine and me, Joe... Well, Chris, actually, from the Toto podcast, yeah. and I can spot them. Why aren't I doing this job? I could probably do a job like we this. We could do that when we've finished uh, digging we'll up Butch Cassidy. Get Butch Cassidy out of the ground, and then... Well, not Butch Cassidy, obviously. No, because but... it won't be him. Right, I'm just going through to see if there's anything else that's bothering me. I'm sure there is, but I'm not going to give them the time of day. That was reveal, and it's also here, 55p, cheaper than closer than now. I think that's always it. Who, What's the problem? Who buys the like? Because it says about the sun and the mirror sometimes, doesn't it? Yeah. Twenty feet. You don't, would you only don't buy your information by what's the cheapest. No, it would only make sense if it was exactly the same. Yeah. If it was exactly the same and that was cheaper, was, but mm. like if you're buying a different magazine for cheaper, it's like probably got less in it then, or you know something else. It, you're right. It doesn't matter. Everybody, welcome to the Toto Podcast, episode uh, number one of season five, and we're in. Let's get that music going. It's the tales about the tales of the internet, of the, of the tales of the unexpected tales podcast. Right, okay. Calm down a bit now. I'm glad you have as well. Right. I was a bit worried. Well, well the problem is... Are I you have, having, to, having to do mouth to mouth? No. no. Not not after last time. No, I have a, I just have a problem, Rob, with the with fact that people are playing just games. Readers of these magazines, they're playing their own bloody games. I didn't, I didn't, the thing is, when I nicked these magazines, oh. I did the puzzles in back, so I win. That's what I say. Anyway, and also, i tell you what, another thing as well, I'm just getting the magazine back out here. Uh, there was two Sudoku puzzles, can't find them at the moment, but two of them. One was timed at 15 minutes, one was timed at 30, see if you can beat the times. I did them both in 10 minutes, that's how fucking easy they were. That's the level of I the... can't do Sudoku. Well, you just put numbers wherever you want, nobody's checking them, are they? <laughs> right, we today, Rob, how are you? I'm, I'm good, I'm good. I'm yeah. uh, fresh from watching uh, Blue Marigold, of course, now, as, as you know. Yeah, Blue Marigold is, turns out, was the name of the character. Yes. And not just a inanimate object. No. Uh, and it's a strange name for a character. It, when it opened, I couldn't tell. I thought it was a, a, a film. I didn't know what it was. Mm, yeah, we could, yeah, hold that thought a second because you're right, it was, I was wondering, oh, hang on a minute, are we, we're in the middle of the story here. Yeah. So is let's it, pick up the pieces. But is it, it a ship? Some, a, a ship, a dockyard type thing, a building. Sorry. Some really quite cool blue yeah. boots. I like those. Yeah. You see, I like, like yeah. lace up front. But, but yeah, sort of quite. Not like docks. Well, at this point, was there a, a date announced? 
Uh, not at this point, no. Oh, is that later on? Yeah. Right, yeah. okay. So we'll, we'll come back to that in a second. But this is... Uh, the reason I'm mentioning that is because this looks like it's kind of like swinging 60s, disco era, early 70s. Sort of, that's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Will that tie in with the date from later on? It do, yeah, it does. Right, okay, yeah. excellent. So, yeah, so, yeah, so... Uh, and, and it kind of reveals, as this woman is walking, it reveals her, or she reveals herself, to be none other than... Blue Marigold. Uh, I mean, more the actress. Oh, that would be Toy Wilcox. Toy Wilcox, who, as a child, scared scared the life out of me. How? What did she do? Well, she was just very, well, I thought she was punk, but I don't think she was. But she was a punky sort of person, wasn't she? Yeah. Well, that's what that's what was sort of said. Yeah. It, yeah it, it, but... Was this a, a manufacturing thing? I think so, because like she's she's always sort of had a, an acting career and then sort of went into uh, music and stuff. What what came first, Rob? Do you remember? Was because she what what was her famous what was her famous song? Is it, you it's know a, what? It's a mystery. Oh, that's right. You know what? I always as another another thing as a kid was I always got her and Cindy Lauper confused. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And not the, not the fact that they necessarily look the same, but they're out at the same time and they're both sort of like you know raging about certain things at the same time. Yeah. Well, she uh, she be- did acting first. She went to uh, the old Rep Dratham School in Birmingham. Uh, she would be brilliant in uh, EastEnders because that's where most uh, most people, even Bonnie Langford, has been in EastEnders. Yeah. And and I only got I only I did a crossword. I guessed uh, it said Bonnie, old or something like uh, kind of, sort of like seventies entertainer. Yeah. Uh, now in EastEnders or was in EastEnders I just guessed at Langford I've met her she went very nice she went very nice oh, what did she do to you? well I didn't I, I was a kid oh. and uh, I, I can't remember the occasion well you know my dad was friends with Paul Daniels yeah it's some, something to do with that she was either backstage or something like that and uh, my step stepmum she was my stepmum I can't I, I, I mean she weren't nice that don't mean she weren't my stepmom, but she asked, "Can I have a? Autograph. Can we have an autograph?" I, I think most most celebrities back then, before selfies, would have had a, like a headshot in their briefcase or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Just whip it out and then write their name on it, give it to you. But she said, "No, not got time," and walked off. Oh. And I just remember, you know what? She was like, she was a staple seven nineteen uh, eighties uh, Saturday afternoon. Bit part entertainer, wasn't she? Yeah, she'd come yeah, on, yeah. she'd come on Bob Monkhouse Happy Hour or whatever. Uh, well, did he have one? Maybe it was Russ Abbott's. Oh, well, he had, oh, a gen- mad- he had a madhouse. Yeah, Generation Game. That's what I'm thinking. Oh right. Yeah, she'd come on, do a do a song and dance and leave. Yeah, does it? Yeah. Oh, maybe three, two, one. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, the thing with Toya in 1982, I went to see the uh, the Clash, and uh, I was it was at Manchester, and. Uh, there were some Toya fans there, claiming like that they were that they were punks. Now I wasn't mm. really a punk, but I was a bit closer than they were being Toya yeah. fans. Because then Toya later went on to do pub, I think, didn't she? On pub. Like, didn't she do pub on? Uh, What's pub? Like a children's. Well, did she do pub? You're kidding me. You mean with Aunt Flo? Possibly. Pub and Aunt... It was, it was oh no, no, with, sorry, with no, that was bod. Yeah, Pob oh. was the thing he used to kind of spit at the TV screen and then write his name on this. With yeah, the, that's with the right. Yeah, well, didn't she do that? What, like, kind of like a... You know, Pob's mate. Why don't you type in Pob Toya? <laughs> Pob, she was Pob's mate. Yeah, maybe she weren't. I might have, I might have imagined that. 
that uh, it's... Well, this is live Googling right now, yeah. so... Anyway, uh, well, but yeah. I didn't really think that she was that she was really sort of very punky. So I... No, and in retrospect, because I can do that now, uh, I would say no, because I, I subsequently got into punk when I was sort of in the sixth form. Right. And... Uh, she never featured in in the place. She, you know, what she'd feature in. She'd feature in. Now that's what I call punk music. Yeah. She and she and that she would be. It, first of all, that album. It would be twenty songs. One of the songs would be Anarchy in the UK. Yeah. And then you, what you'd do is you have to have disc two, which would start off with Pretty Vacant. Right. And then it would be probably there would be the Clash on there. You can't. Then, well, no, there wouldn't. Not in those days. They did, they never appear in any compilation, any punk compilation. No, what I mean is like if if now that's oh, what yeah. I call punk. Yeah. Oh yeah. I yeah, think yeah. they would feature now yeah. because now I can traditionally have no idea what they're talking about. Do they? But there was a thing on Radio Two about the birth of now. That's what I call compilations. Oh, because it's a hundred now, isn't it? This is. A, is that this is it? Must be that. Uh, yeah, yeah, because what had happened was. And I didn't know this. They used to have like uh, songs stu- sung in the style of, and that, and so you'd you'd put it on. It'd be like a supermarket version of a, a song, and you just you just used got used to that. And then now came out. Well, we've talked about these like the top the, of the pops. Top of the pops. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, anyway, so, anyway, so she Toya, was with Pop. Yeah, she was the thing. As in fact, did she used to do the gardening? Brian Blessed. Oh. I love him when he says bollocks. Have you seen that clip where he says bollocks? Yeah. It's, it's wonderful. Anyway, so yeah, so she's walking along the... God, we've taken a long time on this bit, haven't we? Um, she's walking along the docks or building site and it 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 becomes apparent that she's, she's being stalked or watched from afar. By Sean Bean up a crane. But Sean Bean now. Sean Bean now. Yeah, yeah. which obviously... So really... Listeners, it's not Sean Bean, it looks, but it looks looks, like him, looks just like him as he is now. Anyway, so it can't be him. He's, he seems to be up a crane, but then he seems to be on a mound of sand uh, or, or coal, because <laughs> it was the eighties, so it would have been Thatcher's. She's taken all coal out at mines and just left it for. To well, rot. it would it, it could have been, but we do find out shortly after this that it's nineteen sixty nine. Oh right, okay, so, so it would have been be Edward, Edward Heath's coal. Maybe. All right, okay. Um, anyway, car arrives and, and Sean's shot off his mound. Well, she kind of like does about 30 twizzles and then shoots him. Right, I didn't see she shot him. She shot him. Right. But it didn't look like, it looked like she was going to be the shooter. Shootist. Shooty. Shooter. Shooty. Yeah, shooter. There's a film called The Shooter. So I think that that is probably correct. Right. The shooter and the shooter. I thought she was going to be shot. Yeah, that no. Shooting. Yeah, no, she'd be shot. Yeah, but she'd be the shootee. She would be shot, but she'd be the shootee. So he's the shooter. Yeah. But it, but it isn't. Tables no. are turned. Yeah, absolutely. He's the shootee and got shot. How about that for a surprise? Now. Here's the thing about Brian Blessed. Okay. That I Bollocks. found the other day. There, well, there was, and there's a bit of a squeak here. Well, I'll turn it around to show you. A a king in Welsh, 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 Welsh <laughs> mythology. Right, okay. Called... Bran the Blessed. Bran the Blessed. Do you think that's somehow linked? Oh, definitely. To how he got his name. Definitely. I, I think really, it's actually him. I was really impressed at yeah, that. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to tell you about. Yeah, oh, no, I think that's definitely him. I'm a big fan. If you just go to YouTube and, and type in Brian Blessed, it, yeah. there's hours of entertainment. It is, it is one of the best searches you could possibly do. Um, well, now 
after shortly after the shooting. Yeah. Uh, kind of. Well, okay. It's nineteen sixty nine. And then so the date comes up at this point, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. And it, okay. Cut. Everybody. Cut. Yeah. Right. And it turns out we were on a film set. Yes. On in a film set, it's yes. like Inception, yeah. but with films. Yeah. Like sort of yeah. A film set within a film set. So um, she's uh, being congratulated. Well done, darling. Well done, darling. She's the star of this thing that they're doing. And now at that point, it's not clear what it is that they're doing, is it? But she's the star but of it. But she is the star of it. We then cut to her and Ralph Bates in a in a red car. Lovely red car. I I wondered. I'm not. I don't know much about cars, but I wondered if it were an E-type Jaguar. Oh, like I was going NG MGB. Oh, right, right. Yeah, I, but it, I think yeah. Either either one, one of those. It's it looks one really of them good, road sporty roadsters, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, bright red, you know, it's the epitome convertible as well. So it's it really is a a nice a nice car, and um, yeah, they're driving along now. Look, I might be giving a bit of a spoiler away here because, but I don't remember this being discussed. It turns out he's her agent. Is that is that announced in that bit, or is it insinuated? Uh, well, I just thought he was her boyfriend, you see. Oh, I think it's her agent, isn't it? But then, thinking back, yeah, it must be. Yeah, so, so, so obviously, right, you've answered my question then. It obviously wasn't announced in that bit. No, I don't think Right, so. okay, that's fine. But yeah, they're, dis they're discussing, and they're discussing her success. He's got a magazine in front of him, and as he's turning the pages in the magazine... This must be slightly later, because... Or is he in the car? Is in she the driving? Car. She's driving. Oh, right. Yeah, he's turning the pages in the car, whilst in this magazine. And up there her face comes. She's a model, and underneath it, blue marigold. And it's like a, a perfume, right? Yeah, and then they drive by a big sign. Big sign. And she's she's on there. And there it is. Blue so she, she's a, what do they call them? Cover, cover girl? No, uh, that's like... Not She's not a supermodel, but she's like an it girl. Yeah. It girl, I'm going for it girl. Well, she like she's like the face of uh, the, the face perfume, of she's a face she? girl, yeah. But she's not like one of these where like Kylie brings out a perfume or anything like that. The, the feeling is, she's not somebody who's done something else and then become the, the no. She's not brought she, this out her own perfume. Yes. I don't think they did that in nineteen. No, so this would have been somebody she's she's been hired. Yeah. Earlier on, in the decade, and then she's become more and more famous. And now she is as, only as really the known blue, as the blue, marigold. the blue Marigold. So now, what this is, um, he, he goes, "You're the Blue Marigold." So there we go. You are. That's it. It's not just a title that she's got. It's like you are. That's it. That's you're the face of it. You're it. Yeah. You're it. Right. Go to a recording studio. So that's what they're on their way to. Yes. Yeah, like a sound screening room. screening room. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, she arrives. She's late. And but they all give her that. Oh, welcome, darling. Welcome, darling. Yeah. yeah. And they say Marilyn Monroe. Who's she? Who's she? Well, she'd be dead by then, wouldn't she? Yeah, that's right. So. Um, but who is she? And uh, they basically get themselves into position. It's not a filled room, but there are some key players in this. There's obviously the ad executive who's been uh, the brief, who, who set up the, the filming. Yeah. There's a couple of people in the background. We'll come to those in a minute. Right. And Toya sits down with the uh, with Ralph Bates. Um, and and they, it's, it's a really dreadful, dreadful film, isn't it? Yeah, a really they start. Dreadful advert. Yeah, now 
again, at this point, we don't know. It's definitely an advert, but that's what they're watching. They're watching the results of their film work yeah. that we saw at the beginning of the episode. And it's shocking, isn't it? It's horrendous. Uh, <laughs> it's what we've just seen. The person gets shot, and then she, and then you hear this thing that goes, Blue Marigold! I'll, I'll try and get hold of that and put it there. I'll yeah. put it here now. Listen. A girl who lives dangerously knows how to keep a secret. Blue Marigold keeps you looking perfect on any assignment. Blue Marigold. For girls who love to get it right. Right, so that happens... But what she start the the woman on the screen who is Toya is not that's not her voice, and guess what? So far she's not spoken in this episode. Her real voice hasn't spoken, and whilst the the voiceover is happening in this bit of the film, you can yeah. see it's not marrying up with lips. Oh yeah. Okay. She starts looking a bit weirded out. Right. And then. She's like, oh, what's going on? She's mad at the clearly she's mad at the VO, and I know what Toya's got a lisp. And there's no lisp in this, but I don't uh, think that I don't think that's the reason why the voice wasn't used. When when you say VO, I'm thinking you mean voiceover. Voiceover for anybody who doesn't know. Oh right, yeah. yeah. So uh, when I first said it, imagine that I said it in brackets, and I've already explained what voiceover is. Fair so there we go. Right, and then the well, for a start, this advert now looks like it's the latest in a long series. Do you yeah. remember, remember those yeah. kind of Nescafe adverts? But it's Gold Blend, not not then. Gold Blend, remember? Yeah. He come round to Nobber. Christopher Casanova, was that mm, him? He was the man from uh, Buffy, I think. Oh, Amber Head, no. No, Charles Head, no. no. Summer Head. Anthony Head. Anthony Head, yeah. yeah. So he comes round for some sugar, Yeah. realises that it's like a bit of a milf, which was a coup at the time, actually, because most people would have been like, you know, not into that sort of woman. But it was like two single people living in the same block. It was a will they, won't they moment. Yeah. And people have tried to do that since. It's not worked. Is that where they shake the beans, or is that something? That else? was Gareth Hunt, in. Yeah. I think that might have been Nescafe. Yeah, I think it was. Who was these then? Who, so these were Maxwell House. Oh, that was Max. Oh, no, oh, these Gold were Goldblend. Blend. Uh. So it was like her. Uh, the idea was it was a romantic story, man and woman. Will they? Won't they? It, it over the next year or something like that. This was really fucking famous. Yeah, I remember really that. fucking famous. Yeah. And then it just ended with a uh, we don't really know. It seems though with this Toya thing that uh, up until this point, Blue Marigold has never spoken. Or it's been yeah, or it's been either done afterwards. Um, but she's never, but she's never spoken on camera because otherwise you'd know, wouldn't you? Yeah, and she's never heard it's been done, yeah. or else she wouldn't have been annoyed about it. Because she's got annoyed, and what's happened now is the film, sh and she's like, "Who's?" It's like Ray Winstone. Whose voice is that? <laughs> and she, and that actually, we credit to Toya on this. Yeah. She, I think, she obviously is from London, but she then goes into a bit more Cockney, doesn't she? Whose voice is that? Um, and she's going mental and well she gets very mad at the uh, voiceover and then the guy says you, you know you are fabulous you know you, you've got the look and everything uh, until you speak yeah but that's what I find strange how come all these adverts have been silent up until then yeah in 1969 they'd had talkies for quite a while oh yeah unless it was one of the you know like Chanel do that thing where it's just like oh, a woman walking picks up a bird, drowns it, and then walks off. I don't know. I don't watch them. 
<laughs> probably not that. But you know, it's all like subliminal yeah. messaging, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, and if they did do that, they wouldn't really be drowning. No. But you've got to watch them, haven't you? You've got to watch them. Tell you an interesting thing about Tyre. She's from Birmingham. Oh, so I said London there. Yeah. But she went into, definitely went into Connie. Whose voice is that? She's obviously doing the accent. Fucking cunt. Right. Now, what happens then is she's still cross because we, 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 well, she's obviously driven home and yeah. then she gets back to her flat. Yeah. The next thing is from the recording studio to her flat, she smashes a mirror. Yeah, and she's frightening a parrot, isn't she, in there? Yeah, and then, but she's with Ralph still, and she's, saying, she, she's oh, just raging no, at him. Oh, I don't know, he's saying, don't moan about it. Don't moan about it, you've got everything, and you can have everything, and you've been everything, and don't. this is just a small thing. This is a small price to pay, and he says, be happy with what you've got. Yeah. Which means, look, you're the face of Blue Marigold, you don't need to do the talking stuff. You're getting paid, you're rich, and she. I think she's got aspirations of becoming somebody a bit bigger after Blue Marigold has ended. And I think there's uh, a bit but of she a, don't want it to go out like this. A bit of a double meaning in it as well, because they're in a relationship and it turns out he's married. So I think when he's saying be happy what you've got, he's sort of also sort of throwing that in in a sort of because uh, you got me, but on a sort of temporary basis. Yeah. So this is another point here, right? He's married, and if it is her agent, and I think it is, yeah. they've started a relationship. And he does say, come on, let's go to bed. Yeah. So it's not like, it almost doesn't feel like it's on the side. It feels like a proper mistress sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and she's... A proper seems, 80s mistress. I think later on... 70s mistress. 60s mistress. 60s mistress. Uh, I think later on we find out that she's even got a photo of him, hasn't she? So it's, yeah. sort of, sort of so it's a proper relationship, yeah. yeah. Well, now, yeah, so we find out he's got a, a, a wife. And then what we do is... we. Oh, hang on a minute. Have we already found out who the voiceover is? Yeah, yeah, we do. She sat in the, she, in the she, screening room. That's she? right. She was sat in the screen room. Those two people at the back who are obviously her agent and the voice. Yeah. Okay. So she can't be. She she's not happy with the woman. She's unhappy with the situation. But she's obviously holding a bit of a grudge at the fact that this woman's taking her speakies. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, she cut. We cut now to a, a scene in the lift, and she's actually with now. Whether this is, with, a different, with, this is a different week, different month, I don't know. Well, she's going into the ad agency. That's right. She? So it's, it's a while after this advert's aired and whatever. And in the lift with her is voiceover. It's voiceover woman, VO. Now, how has that happened? Because you would have thought if either one of them had got to the lift and saw the other one in it, they wouldn't got in. Uh, well, they didn't look surprised, in all fairness. They didn't look surprised that they were in that situation. Yeah, they... but I wouldn't. If it, were, if it were me and like voiceover were in the lift, I'd go, oh, I'll get the next one. I'll get the next one. Or, yeah. Or if you saw him in the lobby, I'd just hide behind this plant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're right. No, you're but right. They're, but they're yeah. both in there. They're both in reason. there. Uh, and um, she, well, the, the voiceover woman, she she doesn't really get the sensitivity of this. She's she's sort of thanking her this woman. She's yeah. thanks thanks for letting me do the voice. She either doesn't get it, or she's like really mm. really cruel and nasty. Rubbing it in, yeah. yeah. I put that. I put rubbing it in. Yeah. Uh, well, now. The lift is the office block of the ad agency. It's in the office block of the ad agency. Uh, yeah, it's not the office. It's, it's not, not the, the office, office block. So they're in, and they go up the, the lift, and then they get to the place. And then this is another... They don't actually call her by a, a real name, no. which we don't know, but they call her by... Bl uh, blue uh, Actually, Marigold. You'd think they'd just call her Blue, wouldn't Or you? Blue, yeah, Marigold. Blue. I wonder if she, I wonder if you, have we got the, the, type, the credits that we can... What? So for what, a real name? Yeah. Well, she's playing a uh, a character called uh, 
Just Marigold, that's all. There we go. So maybe it was Marigold and it just it was happy coincidence. Yeah, she was be. picked because of her name. <laughs> anyway, right now Huge table in there. Well it's a hexagonal. Yeah, it's, what know. a wonderful office. And the, the have you ever seen Mad Men? No. It worth the watch by the Same way. Same sort of era, isn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah, because it's about the uh, Madison Avenue ad executives, uh, late sixties, early seventies, right. and how they were sort of like the kings of their domain. Yeah. I mean, they were responsible for some of the most powerful messages, you know, and, and, and money talks as well, because they were saying, get our product out there, uh, and then it'd do really well, lots of people, so they say, come, we'll want to do more business with you. So that's what they were doing. This is obviously what this is about, is that this, the, the people who were asking for Blue Marigold to be advertised by these people are so happy that they've been able to basically line this office with splendour. It, and it is, it is, it's huge, isn't it? Yeah. Massive, big It's telly, not chintzy either. Massive telly by their old age time standards, black and yeah, white. Yeah, what do they call them? Cathode ray TV yes. tubes. CRT. CRT. Now, that, you're right, it's a massive one of those, even though that was a shit TV for its time, it's a massive one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, because we've said before, they did have colour round about that time, didn't they? 1969, they must have done. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. But the, I think they could have forced it. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, did you used to, like when we had black and white TV? I uh, if I'd had LucasAid, I get, you could peel the the light wrapper off LucasAid. You know that orange orange wrapper, mm -hmm. and then you you could watch telly through that, and it gave it all the sort of orange orange. Hue. I've never done that. Yeah, uh, well, I didn't you, need you to though. Grow up in black and I white. I only TV know like, colour. Uh, I only know colour. Um, and anyway, so the, the ad executive guy, who is basically you. I don't know if you watched. Um, Game of Thrones. I, I, I've tried. All right. Yeah. The the man is like Jamie Lannister. Oh. So, but Jamie Lannister quite late on. So, has Jamie right... Lannister got really scary eyes then? Because this uh, guy's got scarily scary eyes. Well, it's not more that. It's it's about the fact that he's just really confident about himself and oh. uh, not not bothered about hurting feelings. And he's like wrapped up in those furs with that big sword. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah. Uh, well, he's saying to her. Oh, you've gone ex-director. I've been trying to get in touch with you. Yeah. And she says, oh, it's because uh, people are ringing me up and saying rude things. And, and that, that's another hark to, it's kind of like that Johnny Rotten into the Sex Pistols interview. What? With, with Grimble. What was his name? Bill Grundy. Grundy. Yeah. Oh, it was, oh, oh, sorry, rude, a rude word. Yeah. And it was like that bit. Well, I tell Dirty you what. Dirty rotter. Here's an interesting thing. Yeah. Toya played uh, Monkey. In a... Uh, Quadrophenia. Yeah, but also, she was in Thingy Bob, the great rock and roll. She was. Yes. But, I was reading today, the original intention was to cast Johnny Rotten as the as the lead in Quadrophenia. You're kidding. No. But the insurers wouldn't wouldn't, uh, wouldn't fund it. it. They said, no, it's too, it's too risky, put him in it. So and they've checked their actuary reports. Yeah. With the, with the pirates, pirates. and uh, they wouldn't do it, therefore they didn't cast him. But, wow! So, yeah, then so they got in your man. Yeah, Phil, that's a Bill, Phil, Phil Daniels, L Linnet. Yeah, Phil Daniels, part life. We used yeah. to we used to watch EastEnders when he was in it, and only say part life. Yeah, <laughs> when he delivered his line. Then you could say part life. I think Harry Hill's TV Birth did that. Did they? I think I got a feeling that. It, that he would say a line and then Harry Hill would would add part line. <laughs> In fact, we've got we've got the time. 
All you got to do is enlighten me into whose fist you walked into and I'll shut me trap. Park life! I had to cancel my plane ticket on Friday and I was told I, I could reschedule. Park life! I've got as much influence over Nico as you seem to think, then maybe you should try. Park life! That's good, isn't it? It's obvious, though. I like it. Right, uh, so, she... Where did we get to well, from that? Well, Stary... Stary Ad Exec. Is, ...is sacking her and really enjoying it. Yeah, so so what's you've had your time. Yeah. The, we, we're going into a different angle. In fact, we've become so... It's sort of buttering her up a little bit, but taking it away with the other, because he's saying, we, you've made us so successful... That we don't need you anymore. Yeah, so that's it. You've so been. that's it. You've been. Um, now, in the meantime, they've watched the advert, and he's like, "That's it. That's you, that's your lot. That's the last time you'll do it." Yeah. Um, so actually, forget about the voice thing. You've got bigger fish to fry. Um, and he's basically sacking her, and he's been a bitch about it. Yes. And I, and I'm, I say I know that bitch. You don't. It's more uh, usually associated with a, a kind of a, a girl yeah. way of dealing with things. But yeah. actually, he is. He's being catty with her. Fair dues. Yeah. But what he does do is give her a brooch, which is sort of like the thing that you would have bought at, like, the school bazaar. You know, people, like, take things in, and then, like, you might have a, a tombola or something. Yeah, sure. And then you'd win that and think, mm. oh, bugger. You'd have well... To it, you'd have to give it to your mum. Th- he's giving it that. It, well, it's actually the company, the Blue Marigold company, that's giving her that, isn't yeah. it? But... But it, it does look poor. It's, 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 it's hideous. And it's something that... Even the Duke would have problems getting rid of. He would take it to auction. Take it to auction. Take it to auction. He wouldn't. He wouldn't jump in. Now I've just come in here to tell you because that's what he does. In yeah, just, yeah. He, he, that's my favourite. Tra- well, that's my favourite bit. That it's almost like that bit, like from exit from stage left, yeah. just <laughs> just jumps in with it. It's only me, <laughs> and then but. Uh, What's what's the nature of that bit there? Just remind me. I can't remember the. How, how does that bit work on bargain? Uh, well, because, bargain grabbers or whatever. Because the the uh, the fella or the woman is making an offer to, per- somebody, to purchase somebody's the Somebody's come in with a thing. It? Somebody's yeah. come in with a thing. Sits with an expert and they say, I, I would like to buy this. Yeah. And I'm making no jokes about this or or issues. I will be selling it on. Yeah. So I'm looking at for me, but I'm willing. Is that that's yeah. the idea? Yeah. And then and then what the expert does is produces a massive roll of tens or twenties. Pre pre loaded roll of tens yeah. or twenties. Yeah. And then sort of counts them out and they go, what about that? And the person goes, oh, can you do a bit more? I said, all right, a bit more. And then but then they'll get to a point where they say, well, I'm not going to pay anymore. Now at that point, either you hear nothing from the duke, which it presumably means that's probably that's the best. Fair. Yeah. Or he shoots in, doesn't he? <laughs> And says, take it to auction. And he is saying, that is, more than that. that is a shit offer. If he's not going to offer you more than yeah. that, take it to auction because yeah. you'll, you'll be now, ready. sometimes then, the man with the roll of 20s will put you've, a few, you've got a few me. more out. You've got me. Yeah. What do you think about it? It sort of seems a little bit like dishonest. Completely, because he knew all along. Yeah, he's like trying to scam the guy <laughs> on telly. Thank God for the Duke. <laughs> but not even the Duke would stick up for this piece of shit. No, he wouldn't, would he? No. Also, how have you spelt brooch? Brooch? Yeah, so why isn't it... Why? How is that not 
How is that the way you spell brooch? Well, you know, it'd be like when you broach a question, wouldn't it? Uh, uh, or like... It, when you, The way you say it sounds a bit Scottish. Oh, it's a wee brooch. <laughs> now, is that because it comes from sc Scottish as a word? A brooch? Well, I don't know, because like... I don't know where it comes from. I don't know the... Uh, I don't even know what you'd call it. Anyway, he hands her this brooch and he says, basically, in the most sarcastic way, thanks for helping us... Become successful. Successful. So yeah, and, and he is, he is your brooch. She's, she's indicating that, well, that after this, I've got no... He goes, no, don't worry, you, you, you'll be all right. Again, more sarcasm. You'll be fine. Once a winner, always a winner. Uh, Terrible! Is it, you'd really want to slap him. Yeah, wouldn't you? absolutely. Well, it now comes to. Uh, uh, do we just jump straight into her deciding to sell a car? Yeah, she's gone to see the car to see a car second-hand car dealer. Really? Yeah, she it? she knows she's got to cut some costs. Uh, presumably, her lifestyle isn't going to uh, continue. Continue with the work. so she first things first. Get rid of the car. Yeah. Maybe I don't need one, or I can buy a, a, a little run around. Yeah, like a Ford car. Or so a smart car or something. She, so she's gone to looks like a second-hand car dealer to me. Yeah, I mean he is a second-hand car dealer, him. All the, so and he's offering a nine hundred quid for it. Have you? I saw you doing some uh, number crunching earlier. Yeah. Did well, you crunch the numbers? Yeah, I did sort of. The best I can tell you is if he'd offered a nine hundred dollars, it'd be worth six thousand two hundred forty-nine dollars ninety. Mm, we don't. That doesn't really give us much, does it? It's, uh, oh, yeah. But. Let's say that's a there or thereabouts. So what he's saying to is, look, best I can do is six grand. Yeah. Right, that's what he's saying. Now, yeah. if that is... Because he's, he's... Actually, something really clever with the script writing here is he's saying it's not worth that much now because the newer model is out. Right. Okay. And it, nobody will want this because the newer model is out. Yeah. Now, you see what's happening there? The, uh, oh, the juxtaposition... The I didn't, I didn't. Yeah, know. so he's he's talking about her situation. And I would like to, Rob, yeah. I would like to think that the scriptwriters knew exactly what he was doing, but the more I think about it, this is pure accident, isn't it? Well, I thought so, but it's, it's good if it's yeah. not, isn't it? But he's all the time, he's, reass he's telling her, here's the reason why I can't give you yeah. the top money for it, is because there is a better model out there, which will automatically be getting the the top money. Yeah. So what... So there you go. So, so what he then that, says... That is a... I'm just trying to think what that is. That is a thing, isn't it? Yeah. yeah it's a like a callback? Well, I'm more thinking... It's like, you know that bit in uh, 2001? One of the worst movies ever made, The Space Odyssey. Right. Uh, there's a bit where the monkey throws the stick, stick in the air. Bow or something, uh, yeah. Yeah, as the, that's, that's my weapon. Yeah. And then millions of years... In, well, actually, no. 2,000 years into the... Well, no, it's not even 2,000, is it? It's, it's, it's a long time in the future. It could be, yeah, it could be more than 2,000. Yeah, it will be. It's a monkey, isn't it? It will be more than 2,000. And then it gets to space, which is, is our new style of weapons. It's the same shape. Yeah. But it's up it's in space, space and further station, away. Isn't it? Yeah, so it's like... it's There's a juxtaposition. It might be that word I'm thinking of. It's, well, yeah. it's, it sort of fits, doesn't it? Yeah. But, so, but it's, so, so 900... Did, did, oh, go on. But he then... She's she's running an R and saying, well, it's worth more than that. So he says, well, I'll tell you what I'll do then. And I'm thinking, oh, here comes a different offer. A, a bit of negotiation. Yeah. He says, uh, I'll give you £900 for it. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly the same. But the, but he's now quantifying it in a, it'll be cash in hand. Right. Rather than a cheque which you might have to pay tax on or something yeah. like that. Oh, so, so there's a bit of cheating. But then she but, don't have to pay. No, she, she don't have to declare it at all. It's up to her. 
Well, it, you it, don't pay tax on it. No. You sell your car, no. you, you don't pay tax no, on it. No, that's right. But it's, yeah, that's right. Yeah, of course. But, but it, you, this is the thing, is whatever, I'm going to give you 900 quid. Whatever method, it doesn't. It makes no difference to me. Maybe him giving her the money for tax reasons. If it came out of yeah. his bank, he so might... It might be a benefit for him, but it's no benefit but for her. Doesn't, yeah, but that's when no, he's dressing it up, he's yeah, doing a right favour. It's like, I, cash in hand, you'll walk away with the money now. I yeah. said, well, I expect to. I sold the <laughs> fucking car. I'm not going to walk away with note. This but, is like one of those things where, you know, I, we're in a day and age now where I'm buying everything from Amazon. Right. Yeah, yeah. Firstly, because I think I can shop around a bit better. I don't need to walk into different shops. I, I do like shopping. But there is that horrible bit of time where you've got to wait for the thing to arrive. Yeah. And I don't like it. I like, uh, you know, I've paid me money and I would like to see if that's worth my money right away so that I can get in touch with them and uh, not, if it's not adequate. Yeah. But when you, you go, right, it'll be, be with you on Friday. Yeah. I'm thinking, oh, that's two days away. Um, I don't know what to do until that time. I was sort of... Do you, do you ever do you ever shop on there when you've had a drink? Oh, I, I've drunk, bought, I've drunk Amazon purchased on three occasions. Oh, yeah. And it's so exciting when you see the package that... And you think, the, what have I bought? What's happened here? Because this is what happens. Like, if, if Ellen I and things I... from China, which takes three weeks to arrive. Oh, yeah. And by that stage, you ha you've not only thought, what... Was this me drunk? You know, I don't know. I don't know what this is. Well, that's it. You see, because L works, I I don't. So we'll be drinking and forget we bought anything. Yeah. And then, like a couple of days later, a box arrives. Now I ring L at work and say, "There's a parcel. What's it?" She said, "No idea." And then I, I wait till she gets home and we open it together. I don't. I don't sort of. You know. Was the Chinese wonder tent a drunk purchase? Mm. <laughs> that was a considered purchase. It was a considered purchase, that, yeah. We went yeah. camping, we should explain this story. We went camping uh, <laughs> last year, two years ago or something, and we, well... I'd, had, I'd bought a tent for about three years. Yeah, and we'd never really had the opportunity to use it. We'd always use other tents. Well, it was because we, we'd always gone to places that there weren't enough flat surface. That's right, because it, 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 it was big. huge, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's and, what it said. And so, we'd build it i'd build it in my mind because it did it had come from uh, china well the guy who sold it me said he got it from china all oh, right as the chinese wonder tent and, I, and we might have told this story before but i don't uh, know when, but when we, we went we, we, went, we went out there and we found a place which was just flat so it was like great yeah um and we, we started, started, started to put it up. um and after you put all the poles in yeah you realize that some of the poles weren't kind of like matching the length of the thing. Yeah, they were all the same length. Mm, so that, that didn't seem to work out right. Yeah. And, and, and the thing about the poles is that, that they weren't meant to be all the same length, but they, but they but were. But they obviously were. Um, anyway, so it was like, well, we've obviously got this wrong. In our heads, we've got it wrong. Yeah. They, they, they wouldn't have messed up a tent. So then you've got to find how, okay, where does the bits go? Yeah. And we, we couldn't work that bit out either because the bits were stretching all over the place yeah. and it just didn't make any sense and then when you flatten it out you could see the problem it was the, the, it didn't didn't the the, the, the pole, sizes the were wrong poles weren't for the, thing, the, si the, the the poles weren't for the thing and the sides of the tent weren't the right sides yeah i mean so was, we were we were in a campsite it must have been like a 12-man tent it was huge now I've I've edited it in my head now, and I don't know I don't know that this is not true, but I'm telling myself I paid twenty five quid for it. 
The other thing was, of course, he had no name on it, did it? And you pointed this out to me. Never yeah. never buy a tent if somebody's not prepared to put the name well, on it. Well, here's the thing, is that I've been camping a few times and I would I would feel like if there was out wrong with a tent, you could go direct to that per yeah. that company and go, what the hell are you playing at? Yeah. With no name, you're struggling. Aren't you? And there were no instructions either, which didn't That help. was the other thing as well, of course, there were no instructions. I contacted the seller and he said, oh, well, I haven't got any, but I can see if I can get some from China if you want some. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So with that point there, we, I told you, go home, get the other one. I'll take this one down. Yeah. And then we just left it there, didn't we? Well, no, no, hang on a minute, no. no we took we, it down and then we, we binned it, didn't we? Yeah, we did, yeah. yeah. And I was, it became just the Chinese tent. The Chinese tent after that, we, yeah. We dropped the wonder epithet. So, uh, where did we go to with this? Oh, yeah, this is that bit of buying something and then uh, yeah. so, it's so not, she, not great at the day. But she sent, she ends up selling it to him and uh, we then cut to her bedroom where the phone ringing. And uh, she's got an offer for an underwear. She's in, she's in a in bed. She's looking yeah. in a bit of a state. She's obviously been drinking and stuff. Yeah, you're right. Phone rings, and then you can hear the voice on the other end, and it's offering a bit of a, a, a rhythm photo shoot, isn't it? It seems like it. Doesn't yeah. It? So she's she's not keen on that. She's not. No, she's kind of drawing the line at porn or glamour. Uh, so next minute we see her, and she's she's uh, sort of outside a pub. She, yeah, she's walking. She's walking outside, isn't she? And and, and like for the second time quite by chance for, uh, she bumps into voiceover she girl. bumps into the VO and um, she, the VO woman gets into a brand new car as we, we later find out and she says she just bought it she just bought it oh her, so the, now the balance is swaying yeah. isn't it so you see this makes me think that the new model it, it, it is actually intended. that yeah yeah because she's the well we don't know if she's the face but she's also she's getting a lot of work as the VO isn't yeah. she now so. did you swatch Friends I did. I really enjoyed Friends. Because there's the same sort of thing with, with the smelly cat. Oh no! The, oh, it's a different Phoebe. voice, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, Phoebe, yeah, yeah. Phoebe writes the song, goes into the recording yeah. studio, and then they have somebody overdub it, don't they? So and and but Phoebe, she's like Screech from Saved by the Bell. She doesn't realise when she's hearing it back that that's not her voice. Yeah, straight away at least. Anyway. And then she feels sorry for the other woman yeah. because because uh... she's Phoebe and she's <laughs> just really stupid. Uh, I didn't ever buy that. I think that was the weakest link. I liked I liked the fact that not necessarily that they were plausible storylines, yeah, but that they were nice exaggerations, but not too far. Right. Phoebe was an exaggeration too far. Even Joey, I could put up with just being really? a stupid person. Yeah. But, I, I but Phoebe just thinking that I tell you what the world's different. There's one thing that uh, that always disturbs me. I don't know if it, it's in one episode. Joey's got a job. And it's decloying cats. Oh, I don't I, remember this. Right. And uh, I know that they do declaw cats in America because I've seen a programme with a cat trainer and he weren't very happy that they'd done it. But surely they wouldn't just have Joey doing it. <laughs> you think, think it would be a, a procedure carried out by a vet, wouldn't you? A person, yeah. And I've got this... T I've, I've got this terrible image in my mind. Oh, I'll not tell you about that. You don't like I it. I don't like it. You're no. going to do it. You were going to do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're right. And now, but I am going through that terrible image in my mind now. Yeah. Thank you. What I sort of imagine. No, let's not do it. Right. Um, so, anyway, she sees this woman and they start talking and she's, like, she's showing off about work. You know, things are looking up for me. What about you? She goes, oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm working on continent. I'm working maybe. on the continent. Italy, yeah. France. Yeah. Uh, and then she says, do you want a lift? 
no, I'm not going. I'm not going your way. Which, well, I think we take that as she couldn't care less where she was going. Yeah. So we're back to a flat and uh, it's in a mess, isn't it? Yeah. And there's, I think there's funky jazz on. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. It's. I mean, I don't know what you describe it as. Again, I'll try to put that over the top here. Yeah. yeah. I think funky jazz is the best way of describing Sounded it. Sounded like what I'd imagine funky jazz it's, to sound like. We're in a, a different scene for the music in this episode so far to what we usually have in tales because the this is not a bad one. This is not a bad exaggeration of music. No, um, no, it's not. So no. it's all right. I mean, yeah. it's, it's still fun and you know ridiculous, but it's not as bad. Yeah, that's that's right. Well, she's she's let us actually playing on the on, on the, the gramophone, the record play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she's let herself go, hasn't she, Rob? Yeah. Oh God, yes, yeah. She's she's drinking, and and everything's. What about me? What about me? Oh, and the reason she's saying that she's not that's not out loud. She's talking to Ralph Bates again. He's yeah. he's pop round. Yeah. Now, I think. I don't think it's right and good acting from, from, from her at this point. I agree, and there's a bit that really showcases that in a moment. Right. Uh, before that happens, though, uh, Ralph Bates is I'm, now... Yeah, I'm with you. I know where you're going. Yeah. yeah. But now Ralph's as, as unpleasant to her as, yeah. the, uh, as Game of Thrones. It's interesting here, because I've said here, the agent is now showing his true colours. Yeah. But immediately afterwards, when she was turning this about, what about me, what about me... She's actually also showing her true colours. Yeah. That she's not prepared to go out and do the hard work to get these roles. She just thinks she's owed a living, and that's what he reminds her of. You know, you're not. We don't owe you anything. Yeah. In fact, no. I think the agent. No, sorry. I think the advertising agency said that. I think he is, but he's showing about the same attitude. Yeah, but Ralph's basically said, ah, you know what? I think I've pretty much had enough of this. Yeah. And then she starts crying. Well, for too long. Didn't she? And not too well either. <laughs> no, that's right. It's um, it's EastEnders crying. Yeah. At the best of times. Yeah. If mm, yeah, if, it's terrible. It, it is. And it, there's a lot of big open mouth, isn't there? I I quite an emotional person, Rob. So when I'm watching things like The Greatest Showman, when I'm watching Frozen, when I'm watching you know things like that, yeah. Then the the moment comes that pulls on your heartstrings, and I'm like, oh. God, Hang on a minute, I've got to compose myself, especially in front of everybody, right? Like okay. Charlotte's Web. Exactly, right, okay. But in this one, I'm watching somebody who's clearly going through hell, and I'm thinking, come on, because it's just not great acting. It's not, it? it doesn't make me feel sorry for her. No, it just makes you think, oh, I wish this had stopped. Because... I wish this had stopped because it went on for too long. What we do see, though, is in that, in that too long bit, is that she finds a photograph of him and her together, the agent and her. Yeah. And she stabs it and cuts it open again. Yeah. Carries on the long cry. Yeah, yeah. She's obviously going going a little bit uh, um, disturbed. Dis yeah, I think she? she's yeah she's going a bit weird on it. Yeah. Now she's delusional. That might be a good word. Could be. Uh, well, we find fast out forward now. Next, she's she's lying on a hospital bed in 1981 with um, a. Uh, a white thing between the teeth. And she's on restraints. Yeah. yeah. She. What, what's happened is, listeners, she's tried to kill herself, but we, we've not. We don't see any of this. No. The 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 reason it emerges that she's tried to kill herself is because uh, Ralph Ralph Bates has, got married. Yeah, she was remarried. Uh, he was remarrying, and because he's he's kind of like uh, with out with the celebrities. He, she's read it in a celebrity magazine. Now that's revealed to us because in 1981, the the doctor is talking to her sister Beryl. Yeah. 
um, about the fact that she's tried to kill herself and she says, I, ca I, can't, I can't believe this, this is just definitely not like her. Yeah. He explains the reason why, that Paul Foster has decided to remarry and then he says, that you, we've got to get her out of here, It's her, that's in her interest because if, if she stays in hospital... She's then she'll become institutionalised. So she's obviously mm. been in there for quite a while. Already, yeah. Has she been in there ten years? Has she been in I there? don't think it'd be ten years. I would imagine that that would be institutionalised at that point. But yeah. but you're right. Something's happened fairly recently. And we don't know if she tried to commit suicide in the hospital or that's yeah. where the founder. We don't know. Well, not really clear, is yeah. it? Yeah. But, but, but either way, okay. Now. And sister didn't really want to come out. Uh, to come home. No, she, she thinks it's best for her to stay in. But she also doesn't want it to be institutionalised. So she's yeah. rocking in our place. I tell you what, I'll do. I'll take her back home. Now they go back to her house. It's Beryl's house. She starts unpacking and she says, you know, I'm, I don't want to be silly anymore. I don't. I'm not going to be causing a nuisance. Yeah, yeah. And it's. Uh, it, I first thought that she was dropping her off in a bed sit or something. I did a flat, uh, like an Airbnb or something yeah, like that, yeah. but it turns out it's not, it's a, it's a bedroom. It's a bedroom in the sister's house. And yeah. so what she says is that in lieu of rent, she's gonna give the uh, school tombola brooch <laughs> to uh, to the sister. Yeah, she says, I, I don't need it. Um, I'm not Blue Marigold anymore. And I've written here B BM, it reminded me that that's, so there's a shop called B and M, isn't there? Yeah, um, yeah, there is. Which well, I call it bins and mats, bins and mats. because that's seemingly what they sell the majority of. But you can never find a good bin, so. But you can find all sorts of interesting little things because mm. uh, we buy things from there for yeah. you and Michelle sometimes. Yeah, that's right. And and the, the, you go to B and M without a shopping list. Yeah, that's what I just found. have a look around. Yeah, because you can always find something interesting. It's the equivalent. It's like a bigger version of the middle aisle at Little. Yeah, but but it's a bit more permanent. Like the things that you'll find in there are going to be there a few more weeks. Yeah, yeah. Than than the day long scuba kit that Aldi will give you and Little. Um, now then, so yeah, so uh, we're she's she's going through a bit of detox or rehab or whatever you want to call it but yeah. she's she's taking a walk on the pier i'm going for brighton well i thought that right but then i thought a lot of these are made in norwich so i thought it's norwich pier great yarmouth oh could be. That, is that great Yarmouth? that's in norwich isn't well it? it's yeah it's anglia that make the shows yeah. so pr probably it doesn't mean to say that they were filmed in there though yeah is it great yarmouth is that in norwich i don't know it's anglia Right. So maybe it is. But, gosh, I'll tell you what I thought. You thought we were Brighton. I'm going Brighton. But I noticed that... Because well, it's Southend-on-Sea, because that's not so far away from Norwich. Ah. Well, it was it was not a pebbly beach, was it? I don't know. Oh, oh yeah, well, of course, because you did see the beach. That's right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he did. Uh, yeah, I think it is. Yeah, it's in, it's in, uh, it's in uh, Norwich. So it, it could have been there. Well, it could have been there, yeah. And, anyway, and, so she's walking around on her own, just taking yeah. in the fresh air. And then for the third time this episode, voiceover woman appears again, totally by chance. Yes, uh, but this time as a, as a silhouette. Actually, the, this as we're nearing the end of the episode, you think, is this a ghost, a figment of her imagination, yeah. that sort of thing? Yeah. But it's not. She walks downstairs. Marigold, she says. Yeah. Um, and um, she, she kind of bumps into her and then starts up the chit-chat. Yeah. Uh, and then they start walking together. So, um, he, he, uh, you know, last time I saw you, you were you were working abroad. So how's that been going? Oh, yeah, she's, and she carries up the pretense right. of... Visiting yeah. my sister over here. Yeah, she says the reason why, you know, not that she's been in hospital. Yeah. And you know what, I don't think there's any harm in keeping from her why. No. Th no. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, but she has to, you know, this is self-preservation, isn't it? Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, so she says... Uh, 
uh, yeah, I've been doing this. I'm I'm seeing my sister, and I don't want to do it, but you know, you gotta you gotta sort yourself out. Some sorry, you mm. gotta you gotta uh, do that sometimes, don't you? So yeah. that's what she says. And then um, it comes out in the conversation that that PF Paul Foster, who was Ralph Bates, who was Ralph Bates, and was previously married, which yeah. is the reason why she went mental in the first place. Yeah, uh, is now not married to that lass anymore yeah so this is like he's now going to get married to voiceover girl to the voiceover girl who's talking to her so voice the, the, there's a reason why he's not married to the the other woman because the other woman has has died in a car crash they were but, both involved in and she does ask she did do the right thing how about paul what's paul like and she says oh you know he's he's, he's, he's touch and go but he's he's all right now he's got a lot of willpower off he's got, like that, yes she, and she says actually we're here we're both here so now again voiceover is being incredibly insensitive. Everybody in this episode is incredibly insensitive yes. to Marigold, really. Yes. But as you say, you don't really feel sympathy for her. You, you can't because I think I think there are there are points in this where you just go, like mm. getting over a relationship. Come yeah. on, it, it, it does happen. But yeah. you but you got to with losing a job. I have less sympathy. Yeah. Because had she gone out and just shown a little bit of willpower, gone out, looked for the next job, yeah. then Ralph Bates would have been like, I'm your agent, I'll look after you, we'll start this out, I'll yeah. leave him away. Yeah, so yeah. I think there's a lot of this down to her, you know. I, think I so. really do. I don't think she, I don't believe in luck. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we've said this though, haven't we? Are we? Well, you've said it's not like it's a game of chance. Oh, no. Yeah. No, no. It's like nothing's preordained. Yeah, you, so there is no situation. You just do what you need to do and, and you make the future as it's happening. Yeah. yeah. But she decided not to. She, yeah, this woman thinks that, that, that the world's against her. But, but, but now she, she spots an opportunity. Yeah. And I click my fingers there. There was no idea music, actually, so that's why I'm doing this. Right. But she says, Sophie says, Look, we're both here. Why, we're at the Grand Hotel. Why don't you come and see us? It were like old times. Have a dinner with us. So we th- we then cut to she's needing some money. She decides she marigold. Yeah, we don't know why, but but we later find out she needs some money to go shopping and do herself up. So she's back in the sister's house, gets the uh, tombola brooch. Now while she's searching for this, I must point out her boobs look amazing. Oh really? R- yeah, I mean they're not on display; they're in behind a, a jumper. But oh, yeah. the I was looking at it going lovely. I think. She does look a lot better in 1981 than she looked in 1969, even when she was at the height of Blue Marigold. Yeah, place. and I agree. I think I was into Toya without all the, the, the raging makeup. Yeah. She gets the brooch and she goes and takes it to a pawnbroker and she gets 250 quid for it. She ums and ahs about that initially, and then she yeah. says, all right, fair enough. I, I, th- I think that's pretty good for a tombola prize. I mean, well, that's only 650 quid less than a fucking car. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, she then goes shopping, comes home and does her makeup, and uh, the music is awful at this point. I forget what the music was like. Well, try and find it. It's really sort of. Oh, hang on. Yes, this is the bit where she's doing herself up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But she's bought all the stuff, and it's like it, I wouldn't describe it as being mysterious. No. It, it's it's it's. You know what I've written here. There was a, a long shot of a foot going into a silver shoe. Silver shoe. And I put here, this is one for the fetishists. Uh-huh. And I'm thinking, is that music meant to be fetish Some music? Sort of fetish. Well, we wouldn't know, would we? We wouldn't know. We yeah. have no idea about that. Um, it doesn't look like a very good shoe to me, though. It's like a silver sandal, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, it's not. she's no Cinderella. Now, she then starts practising. When she's done herself up and she looks like Blue Marigold of yore. Yeah, but with a much curlier wig. Yeah, so she's, yeah, so that's evolved, hasn't it? Yeah. Um, 
she's uh, now practicing in the mirror how she's going to address Paul because her she couldn't be care less about this voiceover woman marrying. She's going, so I'm going after him. I'm going after him, and it'll be mine by the end of the night. Yeah. So she starts practicing in the mirror, and this is one of those things I despise: is people practicing in front of mirrors. Yeah. I've seen this one film where this girl she was practicing. Oh hi. Uh, and what she does is she even does like double takes in front of mirror. Like, oh, oh sorry, I didn't, I didn't see you there. And it's, it's like it's a fucking mirror. <laughs> so how, how is this? It's like people practicing kissing with their uh, fist. Do, do, do you know what I mean? Do people do that? Well, I've do, seen you see it. girls do it on films. I don't, on, I don't think they do it in real life. No, I, they can't do it. There's none of this. I don't think that people practice. Do you know what? Have you ever had an argument with yourself about somebody else? What, what I mean by that is, have you ever gone? They'll say this, so I'll say this. Oh yeah, I know you have. I do. I do that all the time. Because you, you used to do it for your living. How I made a living, yeah. And this, and this is that sort of thing. Is just kind of like, is setting up a conversation. Yeah, but I didn't used to do it in a mirror. No, but because because it. it's just you talking back. Yeah. You're looking at a number of variables. Yeah. This woman is reacting to her own self saying things. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> she comes down the stairs, doesn't she? Now she's ready for her way out, and she's got some sort of blue cape on. Oh, which... it's awful, isn't What's it? What's the point in that? She, she looks great like... with just the dress on. Nice blue dress, yeah. and then she puts. It looks like a nylon, a nylon blue cape. It's... Remember when I went as Dracula to the uh, yes. fancy dress? Yeah, yeah. You know how much I paid for that cape? Fiver? Less. Well, it was fiver with postage. Right. So yeah. that's the quality of this. I thought yeah. mine were better. It's like, because like... They weren't blue though, mine, were it? Black and uh, red. Black and red. But like in um, Scottish Widows, they have a, they have a really nice cape, don't That's they? That's right, yeah. Now this is in the style of that, yeah. i.e. it's got a big hood and on it. It's quite satiny and sheeny, isn't it? But it, it looks awful, it's, doesn't it? Yeah, it's, we, we've had enough of this. Yeah. And uh, so the next thing, she's... Coming out word, of it. Oh yeah, she's coming down the stairs, so she's... And then the sisters, actually, I think the sisters played very well here because yeah. she doesn't say no, which is what I was expecting, and they have an argument. She just says, look, uh, is this, because you've been shopping and stuff, are, are you sure about this? Yeah. And then she says, again, bit of delusion here possibly, but she says, Paul's in town and I'm going to see him again. And she, she, she even claims that he's given her the money. Oh, she? that's right, yeah. So she, she didn't reveal where she actually got the money from. No. So... Then we cut to the hotel. Twenty-three minutes. So the twist, <laughs> the twists in the next sixty seconds. It's got to be coming. Here it? we go. Here now, we go. What can possibly right? What can so, possibly be happening? I'm thinking. Well, I, I've. I'll be honest with you. I've lost. I'm. I've just been looking at the story for face yeah. value. I've not thought where could this be going. But it's got to be. So coming, it's got to. It? So where could the twist be? Because this is tales of the unexpected. Yeah. Because that would be the. That's the thing, and it's also. Season five kickoff. So there's got big to be big boots to fill. A big like like we're doing with this yep. show. This is it. This Here is it. we go. Draw everybody in. Get them in. The, the fill fill the audience now. Yeah. Then what could it be? Let's just have a quick think. Um, well, it's, well, God, it's, just, it's impossible. Tough, to, isn't it? It's impossible to predict what it's going to be, but we know it's going to be big and exciting, don't we? Has to be. I mean, it's that big and exciting. That you can't even see yeah, it coming. So, so it's you know. going to be a power punch, this. Oh, right, yeah. here we go. Here we go. Blue Marigold walks in. She has a jacket thing taken off her, a cloak thing taken off her. Yeah. And then she, she sees voiceover. voiceover. And uh, you can see... Uh, Ralph Ralph's head, can't you? Ralph Small. Ralph, Ralph 
Bates. Bates. You can see the back of him. Back of his head. He's not moving. No, he's sat down in a chair. Oh, he hasn't, he hasn't turned around to address her. So, of course, I'm thinking that's got to be it. That's got to be something to do with it. Why isn't he stood up facing her? Yeah. And I was wondering, now, here we go, twist. He's dead, right? Yeah. And she, voiceover, carts him around. Yeah, like uh, dead at Bernie's. Weekend at Bernie's. Weekend at Bernie's. Yeah. And everybody else has gone mad and not Toya Wilcox. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, all right, it's, it's a lot a to fit in. It's it? a lot yeah. to fit in, but I think he's dead. Yeah. If he's not dead, there's no twist as far as I'm concerned. No. Right, so what happens then? He's not He's not dead. No, it, turn, <laughs> it turns out, though, he's been injured in a car crash. So he was in a car crash, and the injury is he's blind and his, half of and his it, face looks it, knackered. He's got a bit scarred, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and that's, the end, that's, where it fit, that's the end of the show now. Yeah. That's it. It stops now. So I was... She looks think, horrified. And I'm thinking, well, what's, what's, what's the twist? Well... Is it because they're usually 25 minutes long and this was only 24 minutes, 30 seconds? Maybe. Or, if you carry on watching after that, you find out. <laughs> yeah, so this. Is, so let's, right, we'll come back to what the visual part of it in a second, but yeah. about 10 seconds into the theme tune outro. We, we discover that they've actually used a perfume bottle belonging to another company. There's a public service announcement. So, like, <laughs> Charlie says, don't... Uh, the the perfume bottle that you saw in this has nothing to do with blue marigold. Or, yeah, it's another perfume. <laughs> now, to, to me, that's the only twist, really, that uh, I've been to somebody else's perfume bottle. Okay, so take that bit out of it, then. Not drink one. Because I think... Here's, here's where we think the twist is. That she's so materialistic... That she can't handle the fact that he's blind and half his face is knackered, and that yeah. actually there's more going on here than and for but for me I, I can't I can't see where that story is because for me the fact that she now reveals that it's now revealed that he's he's been in a horrific accident he's lost his sight for fuck's sake yeah. he's got in, intense scarring which is never going to heal yeah, yeah. and he's really pleasant towards her yeah. he says hi I imagine she is looking great. And then she looks horrified. It just shows her in this brand new light. Is it brand new or has she always been in the same yeah, light? Yeah, you're right. It is. It's the same light. It's not There's no change. This character has not changed. Yeah. I have no sympathy. I can't even go, oh, poor her for thinking that she was going to steal somebody's husband. Yeah. That she's <laughs> only bothered about getting like famous again. And so she's gone into this Blue Marigold guys. Yeah, and she lies to everybody. There is nothing redeeming about this, nor yeah. the ending of this show. There's nothing, there's nothing, is there? Yeah. There's absolutely nothing. Uh, it's a good job I did that bit at the beginning with the papers, isn't it? Because that, that, yeah. that was the best bit about yeah. this whole episode. Spool back, listen to that again, because that's better than the, end, the ending of this show. It's shocking. It's, it really is. And do you know what the most disappointing thing about this is? No. Be forget the fact that it's a non-ending. Forget the fact that they've just not thought about it. Forget bad acting in, at times. Yeah. Uh, it's episode one of a, se of, of a series yeah. that, when you look at it, it was like, first series, that's the hit and miss. Will it get commissioned again or will it not? Yeah. It did. Right, we've got the right formula here. Do it again, do it again. Get to season five, start with this. They should be sacked. A lot of them. 
Because you think start strong, haven't you? You've got to, especially season five. Yeah. But no, it's season awesome. five is the one where people are doubting it. They're going, really? Can they really hold this up? Yeah. And the answer is no. no. The bloody well can't. Right. So we've had. That's frustrating, isn't it? Because that seemed like at twenty-three minutes. Oh, there's got to be something big here. Yeah, absolutely. But we we weren't actually. I mean, we were being sarcastic a little bit, but we're actually no. That at the time, I was thinking this is going to have to be huge. Yeah. And of course, it it, it there was. Wasn't anything. Is the is the phrase a damp squib? Is that what it is, or a da- is it a damp squid? It, I can't remember. It's a squib. Squib. A squib I don't know yeah. what a squib is, though. Well, a, t- a squib is like a uh, a little explosive charge. It's the sort of thing that they use in like actors when they have <laughs> a yeah the shot. So rather than a big old explosion, just but a damp one. Yeah, so not much to look at. Catherine wheel sort of thing. That's I mean that's yeah, well, that's a literal damp squid. Well, that's better than a damp squib, a catrill, a catrim wheel. Oh, it's an actual, it's doing what it's meant to do, yeah, but it's, it's just, just not doing it very well. Not, yeah. yeah. Well, that, well, that's it then. And that was, I mean, hopefully that was a worthwhile listen to that we've just done, but you will not need to watch that episode. No, no, just go with Pause, I'll put that in the show notes. Do not watch this episode, you don't need to. I still enjoyed it more than Turtles. Oh. Turtle. However, I did not enjoy it as a tale of the unexpected. Yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. There's nothing unexpected. It's not the first time we've had this, but it's probably one of the worst examples. This is particularly not unexpected. It's just another story. I mean, even the ones that don't have an an unexpected ending. This one tried for an unexpected ending and got it wrong. Yeah, that's worse than not having an unexpected ending. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What is happening? Well, it's good to be back at least. Well, so, it is, yeah, so, um, after our summer break. Yeah. What is next Well, times? Next time, we've got the eavesdropper. Right. And, and this is about a happily married couple, Donald and Moira, who are out shopping for a new watch as a gift for Moira. But Moira overhears something which she finds quite interesting, and we wonder what direction that's going to take. Yeah, and so do I wonder. Yeah, but when you said do, and we that's, wonder, because that's, 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 that's not written in the synopsis. No, that I would be really good. <laughs> Chris and Rob would be really intrigued about the direction. <laughs> and I'd say, yeah, I would be. <laughs> right. Um, I think we're ready to wrap up the show. I think so. Okay. Uh, good, good to be back. Season five. We're obviously going to continue doing these. We might not like them, but this that's going to put them off. Uh, and, and I'm sure they'll pick up. Of course they will. That one, the eavesdropper, that's going to be the it's going to be, isn't it? Uh, pinnacle. That's going to be back up there amongst the stars, I can guarantee it. One last thing before we go. What the hell is that noise? It's, it's like a submarine. It's, uh, it's my submarine. What is it? It's my, it's my a four o'clock tablet alarm. Oh, right, okay. And that must mean it's four o'clock, which means... Time for us to go. Yeah.